Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to share and to download and to pass on this wealth of knowledge. I am so excited when I get to hear feedback concerning what you have heard from this podcast. I also want to invite you, those have, that have not already done so, go to my website, IamReneeRoberts.com and check it out. There you can book your private sessions with me and you can also find the podcast in addition to my social media information, which is at IamReneeRoberts, both on Facebook and on Instagram. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery healing and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward in this episode. Today we are talking about post-injury trust dysfunction. Yes, PITD. It's something that I created. Uh, It is not a diagnosed uh, um, disorder. So, you know, but I did play on it, but we're going to deal with some PITD today, some post-injury trust dysfunction. And the main question I want to tackle dealing with this is, is trust built or is it just reinstated? Is trust built or is it just reinstated? Uh, you know, damage has, damage has to be factored into the answer for this question, guys. We can't just say yes or no on, there's no right or wrong on on either of those accounts. Some people can just resiliently trust again, but for some, the damage is so severe that trusting again is a process. It is a process for some. You know, it's very ironic that we believe, we believe this premise, excuse me, for everything else. We believe it concerning our money. You know, we can believe it concerning our time, our children. I mean, come on, let something happen with our children. You best believe we're not going to trust that particular situation again. If you take your child to a, a child care or a, a um, you know, um, an, a camp or anything like that and something happens, you know, that's detrimental to your child, there's some damage, it's going to, would you take your child back there? If some type of abuse happened, would you take your child back there? No, we immediately cut ties. We're done. We don't trust it any longer. Invest your money into something bad. Are you going to keep dumping money into that? Absolutely not. We will not do it. We, we, we take more pride in what we do with our funds. And so it's very ironic that we believe the premise of process when it comes to other things, but when it comes to relationships, why do we believe we're just supposed to trust again? Like, why do we believe that, oh, just drop everything and do it again? I do not believe that trust is always a decision. Trust sometimes requires a process. Yes. So, This trust that I'm talking about today, I want you to understand that it is not grandfathered into relationships. It has to be built over time and through a process. And that is okay. You know, the, the, the beginning of it really establishes that I want to try to trust, but to say that I'm just going to trust because that's what I'm supposed to do. That is not being fair to ourselves. Stop being unfair to yourself and to your relationships and start working the process. 
it's okay. So in this episode, what I want to do, I want to kind of get into just a few, uh, maybe four of the things that I was thinking about uh, concerning trust. Yes, this this process of trust, let's, let's call it that. So here's the first thing. First, trust begins with trusting the process. Simple, right? Let's talk about what this process includes though. This includes daring to get to know each other. You know, you have to, you have to commit to, uh, trusting that I'm going to, I'm going to do as necessary to get to know this other person or these people daring to be transparent, you know, daring to be vulnerable, daring to show the real you. It, it, this process includes testing confidentiality. Like, can you be, can, can you be confidential when I tell you things? It, it has to do with gauging sincerity. Are you being authentic with me? Are you sincere? Are your motives good? These are all a part of the process. And so our first trust begins with trusting this process. That's where trust begins. This is the initiation of trust. It's not in giving my whole heart to a person and saying, I'm going to trust you with everything that I have. No, that is not where trust begins. And that is irresponsible behavior. Trust begins with accepting that this is the process that I have to uh, engage in in order to have healthy trust in my relationships. The second thing, um, the, the journey of trust must be reciprocal in order to be healthy. What do I mean by that? Run if the other party is not willing to trust if they are not willing to do their part in their own due diligence and committing to the process of trust, run. Do not invest. And I seldom tell you guys what not to do, but do not hear me, hear me clearly, family. Do not waste energy and trust factors on individuals that are not willing to do the same in return. It is so vital for there to be an exchange of willingness, transparency, and honor. I'll say those three things again. Willingness, transparency, and honor. There has to be an exchange of these three things in order for your relationship to have healthy trust. Not this pseudo trust, not this partial trust, but healthy trust. When we talk about willingness, we're talking about being willing to be patient with each other, being willing to be empathetic with each other, putting yourself in each other's shoes, being willing to take risk with each other. This is all a part of the willingness in the process of trust. When you're dealing with transparency, uh, being willing, you know, just being willing to be open and, and revealing your inner parts for them to have safekeeping with that other person. If you can't be transparent, if you can't be open, if you can't reveal what's going on in your inner world, what kind of trust is going on there? Honor, meaning honoring each other's vulnerabilities, respecting and protecting these vulnerabilities as if they were your own. Honoring the fact that this individual has chosen to trust you and you have chosen to trust them. 
And don't mistake that I'm talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about all relationships because all healthy relationships should have healthy trust in them. Sounds crazy, right? No, I promise you, every single relationship in your life, if it's meaningful, if it's full of love, if it, if it, if it has a special place in your heart, there should be some trust involved there. So those are the th- the three things that should be being exchanged in the name of trust, willingness, transparency, and honor. Third, trust is built in layers. Listen, take time to build. Take your time and build. The foundation of a building takes the longest in any building process, any construction process. The foundation is the basis. Why? Because the foundation is the thing that's going to hold the body or the weight of the, 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 the building. Yes. So we have to take time, take time to, to build that, that, uh, foundation, you know, within the foundation, a lot of the underground work is done first. Where, where the lines, uh, the pipelines and the, the sewage lines and the electrical lines, they're all being laid. The ground has to be prepped first to be able to have the capacity to house those particular things. And so now once that part is done, which it takes the longest because it's such intricate work that has such, uh, what do we call it? Like it controls everything that's going to be on the surface. So I like to liken that underground work to our heart work or our cognitive work, our inner work. Do some inner work, do some cognitive work, do some heart work as you are preparing to trust someone. Because a lot of our underground, a lot of our foundation is so jacked up. It is so jacked up from history, jacked up from childhood, jacked up from hangups. I mean, it is jacked totally up. And we are trying to jump from one relationship to the next and trust and trust. And we have so many trust issues. You know why? Because we have not stopped to do the underground work of our lives. Let's get some underground work going in our lives. This is a part of the layers of trust. Like in this layer, I need to do some work myself so that I can trust myself to trust you. Mm. Then we have the above ground work, which is, you know, that's when we put up the walls and you know, we, we put up the walls and separate the walls and we, we create the structure of the building. We put in the windows and, and we paint and we put a roof on it and we do all of these things for the above ground. I consider this the outer or the behavioral work. We have to be not, we, we're not limited to doing inner work, but once inner work is done, um, we need to do some outer work also, meaning changing some of our behaviors. Some of our behaviors have been governed by old inner work or old inner inner conditions, I should say. And based on those inner conditions, that's how we've been behaving externally, which is why we have, i.e. trust issues. Let's invest some time into dealing with our behaviors, changing the way we perceive and approach and deal with um, this tr- these trust issues in our lives. Let's start minimizing and reducing our trust issues 
by getting some true authentic construction done to our trust, like building the layers, taking time to build layers. And guess what? Your construction project is yours. You cannot force someone else to be as diligent as you are in doing your work or building your building. So that was the third one. Trust is built in layers. Take the time, build it in layers. Why are you rushing? What is the rush? Is society pressuring you? Are, is your family pressuring you? Is the individual pressuring you? No. Look, <laughs> who is it? I think it's Mariah Carey that says, love takes time to heal when you're hurting so much. Like, yes, it takes time. And, and in that time, trust takes time to be built again. And then the fourth one, guys, trust requires rel- relinquishing the past. Yes, the past damaged you. Yes, the past hurts like crazy. Yes, it's hard to forget the past. But we have to determine in ourselves, within ourselves, that we're going to do the necessary work to heal from those damages so that we can be fit to trust again. Many of us are not fit to trust again at this space in our lives. And it's not, uh, this is not, I'm not saying this to dog you out. I'm saying this to, to enlighten you so that you understand why you keep running into the same cycle of trust issues. We have to deal with our damages. We have to heal from our damages. You cannot remain damaged your entire life and, and expect your relationships to come into a healthy alignment with those damages. No, we have to eradicate the damage. Deal with it. As we said, as I just told you in the building of the layers and in your underground building, deal with those damages and then shift your behavior accordingly so that you can start being fit to trust again in your relationships. We have to be okay with confronting and dealing with the things that have caused us to not be able to trust again. You know, it sometimes we're extremely unfair to even new relationships because of the damage from another relationship. What is that all about? Why are we perpetuating that type of systematic behavior? Let's begin to be more intentional with shifting how we perceive trust and shifting how we perceive it's supposed to be done. Because a lot of times, honestly, we are pressuring ourselves into a position of trust simply because we feel like this is what we're supposed to do. No, what we're supposed to do is to get ourselves healthy so that we can trust in a healthy way. Can we trust again after being damaged? Absolutely. We are, as human creatures, we are uh, equipped with resilience on the inside of us, giving us the ability to get back up after being devastated, after being uh, damaged and saying, I'm going to try this again. I'm going to trust again. I'm going to trust this person again. I believe this person has a good heart. I believe this person, uh, you know, does not really intend to uh, be harmful towards me. And, And I want to try this again. Now, there are some situations that you should never trust again, ever, 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 you know, to tell the woman that has been raped 
that she can trust that perpetrator again just by making the decision to trust him, that's a lie. Or the boy that has been molested, to trust that man, no, that's a lie. No, trust has to be built and it has to be built within particular boundaries that always maintain our safety, that always maintain our confidence and that keeps us secure. When those things are threatened, it's impossible to trust in a healthy way. Remember this family, a healthy relationship is full of trust amongst other things. So it is so important to heal so that we can securely establish a healthy relationship with those that we truly love. I don't know. I hope that you heard um, the passion in my voice about this. I, I know, I know there's more to talk about this. I, you know, I, I, this, I just tapped on it a little bit. I just, I just touched on the brink of this particular topic of trust, but I did want to give you like what post injury trust dysfunction looks like, because after we've been injured, there is a dysfunction that occurs within our trust or our ability to trust in a healthy way. When we are able to freely trust, oh my God, it can be so heavenly because you are just free, you're safe, you're open. You are just able to be your authentic you and know without any doubt that the person that you're in relationship with values that inner you just as much as you do. Family. It's been another good one, and I hope that this helps empower you to become a healthier you, which in turn will create healthier relationships all around you. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Have a great one.